Uh, welcome to Morning Brew, episode 19. I am, of course, Adam Sheridan, joined as always by... Stephen Burke. Daniel Purcell. Dan is joining us today from the inside of a tin can. The Techno Union will join your podcast. <laughs> it's another one of those... Uh, Dan, could you just say the line? Could you say the Techno Union will join your podcast? Go. The Techno Union will join your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I... Uh, yeah, it's another one of those blindingly hot days where we get stuck recording indoors, which is always the most fun. <laughs> Staring out at the sunshine while you're stuck indoors is always great. It's cloudy but, where I am, so I don't feel too bad. Ah, it's always cloudy yeah, up that up that end. Yeah, it's the higher altitude. I'll get to experience it during my my four hour long bus ride, and I'll get to enjoy <laughs> round trip. Oh. Do you oh, only get a vaccine worst. because your mom works in the place where the vaccine is being dispensed to you? No. I just I just registered there. Um, so you could have gone elsewhere. So this uh, is really no. a self-inflicted bus journey. I couldn't have gone. If I wanted to get it through a pharmacy, the only place I could have gone was somewhere outside of the city center because good fucking luck to you trying to get a vaccine in the middle of the city center. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I, um, registered that, it, I registered in Ongar, which is as far out from, yeah. Blant, from, from anywhere in Dublin that you can go, and they wouldn't, give me a va- they wouldn't give me an appointment. Yeah, that's it. Like It was really a case of I was on the list for for Blanchestown and mm. they said to me that if they got another delivery in and they had more than they were expecting they could potentially get me done um so mm. i i got a phone call yesterday to say hey it looks like we will have a couple of spares so we can we can get you vaccinated if you're still <laughs> interested but like good luck in the city center that was never going to happen it was really a case Forget of about it Blanchestown is the last ditch effort if they don't get back to me that's fine i'll just have to wait out the hsc and see what happens there uh, um I've, i'm just be waiting for the hsc it's fine. It's not like I work in a congregated setting or anything. Yeah. Well, my big problem is that, like, I I need to get this vaccination thing done soon, but also I need to make sure that it's a vaccination that I'm allowed to travel with mm. because, because the fucking, the AstraZeneca stuff being banned from the US might seem to, for to most people, like, oh, who cares about this? But that's a big fucking, it's a big problem for me when my fucking job's mm. headquarters is San Francisco. Ah, <laughs> you know? That's weird. Really, it, uh, really... it, so wait, so uh, if you had AstraZeneca, you can't go on the, uh, you can't go to the United States nope. using their. No, it's, it's re- I think is it not recognized as like it's fine if you're vaccinated for it. We just aren't using it or something like that. I thought I thought I said you can still get into the US with AstraZeneca. Yeah, as, I far as, that... as far as I know, they don't want to be letting people in that have had the AstraZeneca vaccine. It's the other vaccines that they're currently allowing. So Pfizer, Moderna, uh, Johnson Johnson are currently on their list. And they have a very small list. Outside of that, any other countries, homemade vaccines are not counted either. So Brazil, for example, isn't being counted. Uh, and obviously, no AstraZeneca, one counts, no one AstraZeneca counts vaccine doses, doses produced in India. AstraZeneca doses in... Uh, uh, it's part of their travel passport system. I think for the most part, most people can't get into the US in a minute anyway. I think you're wrong far. about that, Adam. I don't know why I think I think you're wrong about that, but it doesn't sound right. Uh, Britons with Indian-made AstraZeneca vaccine face e- extra EU travel hurdle. Oh, but that's EU. Yeah, I know. That's the only that's the only reference I can find to it. Does that no? Okay. What you should do, Adam, is get the AstraZeneca vaccine and then travel to the US and see do they let you in, and then we'll know for certain. You can live mm. record it. Put Man, I don't want the fucking... I don't want the Brit vaccine. Vaccine. I don't want the Brit vaccine. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to get my... I want to get my regular fucking Johnson & Johnson smooth skin, silky hair vaccine. 
doesn't work for the actual virus. You have like a 40% efficacy rating, but at the same time, your hair will look beautiful. Sorry, two seconds. This is actually my vaccine call. I'm off mute, you coward. I want to hear what he says to the vaccine people. Yes, yes, I've already had an extra vaccines. I'm just collecting as many as possible. Soon I'll have all all my vaccines. I've got all my vaccine stamps. I uh, I've been infected with the Zeta variant. It's quite advanced, and this is, could save my life. In all in all seriousness, though, when like what are we going to do when literally we get to the Omega I, I strain of COVID? Called at all? It's a nightmare for me because like you... the Omega strain. Oh yeah, that is the last letter. Yeah. I, it's like Zeta. I clearly don't know any of the Greek shit. Zeta is like G or something. Uh, yeah. How far saying... can you? How far can you get in? Okay, university challenge, let's go. How far can you get by reciting the Greek alphabet? Fucking beta. Let's, let's see let's see what you learned. I can do alpha and beta, and then I think it's is it delta then and then theta? No, gamma, gamma, theta. Maybe delta's in there somewhere. Alpha, beta. Oh. I think maybe delta. Okay, well obviously my community school education is not served McWell and this is this is two, ma- two master's degrees, two master's degrees and a PhD between us, and we can only get to C in the Greek alphabet. We can never all stop of those masters, all of those masters IDs, uh, masters degrees and PhDs have been in modern Irish history, though, which wasn't really when the Greeks were were swinging. Greeks. You know, what have they done for us? Greek alphabet, uh, let's go. I think they should. I think they should have named them after the NATO reporting alphabet because it would have made them sound more dangerous. Okay, here's um, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, g, omicron, which is the best named one, pi, the omicron rho, variant, sigma, tau, epsilon, phi, g. Hmm. They could have named it after the NATO omega. radio phonetic omicron alphabet. Omicron Percy I8. Omicron Percy I8. You realize, you realize when you hear those names how fucking well-educated all the Futurama guys were. Like, they weren't yeah. just putting silly sounds together. They, they knew, oh like... Percy I ate. I wonder what Percy I means. Percy I is a star, I think, isn't it? Oh. But this is maybe. just how they, like... This is how they name stars and stuff, isn't it? They just this pick is how, astro- this is how astronomers do it. They do, Okay, maybe. They just pick random shit and stick it together. I do like when you see the names of animals that are something like, you know, Probiscus John Wilsonius. It's like, I wonder if John Wilson discovered that. Well, the Perseids oh. are a star cluster. Oh, they're meteor share, apparently. Perseids. Let's look this up. Perseid meteors, all you need to know. Okay, they're the meteor. They're the prolific meteor share associated with the comet Swift Tuttle. The meteors are called Perseids because the point from which they appear to hail called the Radiant lies in the constellation Perseus. Oh, okay, there we go. So Omicron Perseus 8 must be in the constellation Perseus, per Futurama lore. The name is derived from the word Persidiae, the sons of Perseus in Greek mythology. Oh, actually, it's apparently an actual star. The planet's yes. name is based on Omicron Perseus, which is an actual trinary star system. Ah. Based on Perseus. Ah, I see, I see. And apparently, every per, every male Omicron Percy I do you fi- see in Futurama has three ors in their name, and it's related to their position. 
So the leader is Lur, a junior mm. member is Jur, and the doctor is Dur. 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 That's a dumb fucking joke. So great news. Anyway. <laughs> That's pretty I fun. Don't, I don't have my vaccine. <laughs> hey. We were just talking I about am... star names. Do you want to know why they're, why Beetlejuice is called Beetlejuice? I first want to know why he doesn't have his vaccine. Oh, uh, they don't have one for me. <laughs> she no. said, "Fingers." She said, oh, "You're on the list now." So she said, "You're one of the next people up." So fingers crossed, we get another delivery. So but not uh, tonight, son. No. So she's gonna contact me if they get a new delivery with when they could possibly give it to me. So I don't actually have. I don't have my vaccine. I don't have my appointment. Um, and at this point, I'm just kind of waiting for the HSC unless they happen to get more in. Sorry, so, come at you me, know, bro. That was fun. I I had a, a brief window there for a few days where I thought, hey, I might actually get vaccinated. You know, um, might be able to might be able to go into the world, kiss strangers again. Unfortunately, yeah. not. That is not for me. Um, so that's fine. I'll just continue to shelter in place inside my. I mean, my let's let's here. uh let's just think about how we were all told to give it a go, give this vaccine thing at the pharmacist slash the health minister just said it on radio at half nine on a Monday morning. Yeah, I mean, said, in oh, fairness, the, though. Said, oh, by the way, from today you can register in um, in pharmacists in pharmacies, and um, people were like, "Did did you tell the pharmacists?" Oh no. <laughs> in fairness, though, in his defense, there the pharmacies for the fucking longest time have been like, "We could easily do it. Yeah. Why aren't we getting calls? We could easily do yeah. it." And then as soon as he was he like, knew, "Pharmacists," no they were like, "Wait, no, whoa, hold, no on, hold on, hold on, hold on." Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> ah, there was too many people. You can't well, fucking big yourself up for fucking a year and then at the last minute go, oh shit, never mind. There's fucking yeah. dentists giving it out in the UK for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I don't want to hear this shit of like, oh yeah. no, we can't possibly do this. Who's, no going to, who's going to their dentist for a COVID vaccine? Man, I, I would be at my fucking dentist tomorrow if she had a vaccine for me. I'll get a cleaning and a fucking jab while I'm there. <laughs> send, me to a, send me to a vet. I don't care. I would go to, I'd go anywhere. If yeah. someone knows how to give an injection, give me the fucking injection. I'm no safer in a pharmacy than I am a doctor. If I fucking die in the pharmacy, I'm still dead. <laughs> what's, a, what's your GP going to do if you keel over and suffer That's what from I mean. Alexis? Nothing. He's going he's to bring you to a hospital. Exactly. And probably an thing. ambulance. I'll tell you one thing. Fucking no GP I have ever been to has ever been helpful to me. They've given me like a quick exam and gone, I'm going to send you to a specialist. <laughs> I'm going to send you to a real doctor. A big boy doctor. <laughs> If you came in with like a wart or like a Veruca, I could have helped you out, but this is not what you came in for, so I'm going to send you to a big boy hospital. You're yep, going to get sent to by the real doctor. I have recently come back from a meeting with my, well, in the last few days with my cardiologist, who essentially looked at all the stuff the GP looked at and said, yeah, you're 100% fine. I'll never need <laughs> to see you again. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that'll do it. That's the, listen, if you're under 35, a doctor doesn't want to see you anyway. Like, that's just the reality of it, is that it's like, oh, okay, this fucking 24-year-old is coming in because he said, like, he had a pain in his knee two weeks ago. He's like, get mm. the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah, you go to a GP, and you spend your fucking, what is it now, 60 quid for a fucking GP visit, if you're lucky? And, mm. you know, the GP goes, okay, let's have a look here, and he puts a fucking tongue depressor in your mouth, and he goes, okay, I think I'm gonna have to send you off to get x-rays done. You're like, what? Mm. I came in for a rash, doc. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, gonna have to send you off, buddy. I'm gonna, oh, better call 911 right now. Like, that's it. That's every fucking GP visit. It's like, okay. Fucking Eva was in the GP last year. She got a cat bite. And she was in the GP for like a fucking hour. And all she needed was penicillin. Yeah. You know, it's just like, all I need is some penicillin. Just give me the penicillin. Like, I, <laughs> like what, am, what am I still doing here? 
I uh, I I I wanted to get like an infected toenail looked at, and I went to I, I phoned my GP, my new GP, and was just like, "Hey, have you managed to get set up on the system?" No response. Couldn't get an answer on the phone. Couldn't get an did answer. That phone call email. also cost you. Did that cost you a consultation fee? Was there a phone? No, it cost me. It cost me nothing. And then oh, I went okay. to the. Uh, and then literally, I was just like in frustration and just like, "Well, I'll just go up and ring the buzzer," and that was the only way I could contact them. And then in order to make a make an appointment for a phone consultation, which is all they're doing because of COVID, I had to come upstairs and talk to the receptionist <laughs> and pay in person at the reception. That is amazing. Did you have a tip jar too? <clears throat> mm. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise last, me. Last uh, two months ago, I was having really bad heartburn consistently over a number of days. And I phoned an online jock who was like, yeah, that's really unusual. You should definitely go to a doctor about that. I went to the GP. <laughs> And the GP's response was to essentially give me particularly strong antacids. So she just gave <laughs> me a, a large amount of Rennie. And that was her solution. <laughs> I told you, just swallow your toothpaste. <laughs> I do. You got, the same advice from, you, got the, you got the same advice from the GP as you got from me. Toothpaste tablets, though. You, need more, calcium, you need more calcium carbonate in your diet. I was genuinely <laughs> told I could just take a spoonful of, uh, of bicarbonate of soda and that would do the job. Yeah, but that sounds rotten. Like at least Busy. with a Rennie, it's like a little peppermint taste. But like <laughs> you have a fucking, you like the fucking bicarbonate soda challenge. Like you know, be, I don't, I don't want to be a lot cheaper though. A heck of yeah, a lot cheaper. A Rennie's expensive. Eh, but they're not free. Well, bicarbonate yeah, soda is basically free. It's one of those things you get and you can get in a ten kilo bag. It is true. There are certain certain things in the shops that I just basically think is I'm not really paying for this. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Are you back on your shoplifting bulls then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. No, they they dis they discontinued that brand of toffee cake. <laughs> that's uh let's not add context to that. Let's we're we're good at where we're at with that one. Why is Beetlejuice <laughs> called Beetlejuice? Uh well uh because it is um uh hang on, I have to pull up the nomenclature here. Plus seven, eight, again. nine. I used to do that. I used to do that all the time to piss people off. Is that they'd ask a generic question and then I just end up with that stupid punchline of why did why is six afraid of seven or why is five afraid of six or whatever. Uh. I don't even remember the joke. I just remember the punchline. <laughs> I just remember the stupid punchline. And I used to I throw it into everything just to rile someone up because they fucking hate it. I don't know what it is. It's like an instant trigger for people. I can't believe this motherfucker just wasted my time like this. <laughs> I can't believe I have been so disrespected. The traditional name Beetlejuice is derived from either the Arabic Ibt al-Jauza, meaning the armpit of Orion, or Yad al-Jauza, the hand of Orion. Imagine, imagine telling the aliens, hey, what, what's your pretty name for our planet? Oh, your son is called the armpit of Orion. We insist on calling him the armpitians. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the armpit people. And if there's any, like, what strikes me, of course, is I don't know whether Arabic has the same distinction between um, body parts as Irish. Irish In Irish, the names, the, the names for parts of, you know, the various parts of the body are vague. Everything below the hip is just the same. It's just your foot. Um, it's just cuss right down there from the groin. And gaul, meaning junction, is the same. <laughs> <laughs> which would be the word for armpit as far as I know is also the same as your the, the name for crotch which makes perfect sense really because people talk of the crotch of a tree 
or that's where the word crutch comes from in English. Wait, so the Irish word for armpit is also the word for crotch? Yeah, gaul. Oh, so technically the people from Beetlejuice. So, so I'm just speculating. Are, does does Who Intel Jones like also mean evolved, in Arabic? You know, seven same, foot tall gods of aliens. Does it also Ar- mean you're from you're the people from Orion's Gooch? <laughs> ah, the Goochians. <laughs> we'll love a crotch, people. I just uh, just to wrap up, <sighs> just to wrap up from earlier before we move on. I just looked it up. So uh, there is actually still a ban on AstraZeneca vaccine uh, travels into the US. Um, cool. And it's because the AstraZeneca vaccine does not have a license in the US, so it's not recognized. Oh, um, well, just as well, you like, can't get... I, I don't think you can get AstraZeneca. I mean, we can't you can get anymore. A, you, you, have a choi- you, have a choice, you have a choice between it. No, you have a choice to wait if you're... If you wait for HSC, you're not going to get AstraZeneca. You're going to get Pfizer. Uh, or Moderna, but you're not going to get AstraZeneca. We don't have any left, dude. We? we have a gigantic number of Pfizer. Everyone that got vaccinated was all vaccinated with AstraZeneca. Pfizer, they don't want to give it to under Pfizer, 50s anyway. Pfizer, but the problem with Pfizer. that is, is that because we've relied so heavily on AstraZeneca, there's a big portion of people in the EU and the UK mm. and here that now can't travel to the US because it's not recognized and they haven't applied for a license to get it recognized. And it doesn't look like they're planning on it. It looks like they're just going to wait it out. Uh, the US won't restrict travel for that long for anti- for people who are vaccinated once once we start having immunity, it might might delay things for six or eight months, but it's not the end of the world, really, is it? Six or eight months is a long fucking time. Ah, if you're one of the oldies who got vaccinated with AstraZeneca, it's not the end of the world. Well, I mean, like, for example, Aoife's AstraZeneca vaccinated. Uh, you, it, mean, it would mean that you just have to quarantine if you don't want to wait the six months. But what I mean is that they're not letting people in at the minute with that. Like, that's, you're still on the banned list if you don't have this. It's the other really? vaccines that they're allowing to travel. Yes. It's a blanket ban. <laughs> but isn't the majority of the UK AstraZeneca? So I figure that's going to cause some diplomatic problems fairly quickly. Yeah, they are, but also they've moved away from AstraZeneca. They, they sent all their AstraZeneca to other countries, and now they're vaccinating everyone with Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> and I know because a guy in my job is, was supposed to get vaccinated this week has COVID, so can't now for a month, but his mm. vaccine was Pfizer. And another guy uh. that just recently got vaccinated recently was also Pfizer. And I was saying, like, well, what the fuck? Where's your AstraZeneca vaccine? And they said mm. that, oh, we're not, we're not using them anymore. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we've exported them now. We have other imports that we're using instead. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you guys. Fucking Still assholes. Though. Still, though, it beats been in the third world and having no vaccine. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, true. Probably for decades. Um, they're already talking I mean, about using the third, like giving everybody in Europe third doses of vaccines now. Like, what's the of Pfizer and stuff? And you're what's like, the deal with, uh, what's the deal with Romania? Do Romania just not want to get vaccinated? Are they just anti-vaxxers? Is that like France? Well, there's been slow. There's been some degree of slow uptake in 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 parts of Eastern Europe. I think. Um, Why like Romania? My brother, my brother was a, my brother got because uh, we got weeks we ago. got a we got a million vaccines from Romania recently, or we struck a deal to get a million vaccines from Romania. I, oh, we bought them. I don't think they've arrived just yet. They won't well, be coming yeah, for but what I'm, weeks. what I'm saying is that if they have a million vaccines to spare, what's the reason? Is the reason because they don't want to get vaccinated? Or you know what I mean? Like where like where is that coming from? I didn't look into it. Oh, curious, low uptake, apparently. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The only the only thing I have is that there was one Romanian Twitter account that replied to me mm-hmm. one day and uh, he was talking negatively about vaccines and I was just thinking like I didn't mention a vaccine, dude. I don't know uh-huh. what to tell you. Um Oh, do you know what it was? It was the fucking Teletubbies post. <laughs> the fucking Teletubbies Twitter account posted these fake vaccination cards. Mm. 
um, to say that the Teletubbies were all vaccinated and people like flipped out over it. Um, and I just, I screenshotted a bunch of tweets and posted them and I was like, it's, these aren't real people. These are the fucking Teletubbies. What are you, th- mm. these are pretend. These are pretend <laughs> alien creatures that like are governed by a Hoover. I like, what, what are you fucking, like you really need to fucking chill out. If you freak <laughs> out over something like that, you really need to go, hold on a second here. I'm just after having a meltdown because a pretend alien whose parental unit is a Hoover uh, that squirts jelly on him and then cleans it up off the floor when he can't finish it all is uh, it got a vaccination. He didn't really. It's not a real vaccination, dude. It's all pretend. It's all fake. Don't freak out over it. Don't have a meltdown. You really need to go. Honestly, you need to go speak to somebody because you clearly have issues. You need to you need to figure out what those issues are. There's a problem there fucking having a meltdown on Twitter because the fucking Teletubbies account posted about it. It's a children's fake show. <laughs> They're not really vaccinated. Stop. They're not going to hold children down and Teletubby and vaccinate them. I, I remember here. I remember being furious when Sushi denied the Holocaust, so this is this is similar stuff to me. It's the, it's the next series of Teletubbies. They hold kids down and go tubby injection and start injecting them with the vaccine. Oh. <laughs> Giant oh, yeah. joke syringe. <laughs> you see a little vaccine coming out with an angry face on it. <laughs> was the Hoover a char- Was the Hoover a character in that? Yeah, the yeah. Hoover was like their leader. The no, he fuck? wasn't the leader. Was like the leader was like yes. the baby in the sky. I, I oh, always the assumed. baby in the sky was just the sun. Nunu, the Hoover, looked after them all. They had to obey Nunu. I thought Nunu was their maid more than their leader. No, I thought Nunu was their dog. Nunu's their parental figure. Nunu shows up to clean up after them when they've had all their toast and they made a mess because they're supposed to be infants. Because uh, hmm. all they eat is toast and pudding. <laughs> hmm. And then they make a mess and then the parental figure comes out and cleans up after them and they all get sent to bed because they're children. I don't I think if I've ever associated a... a parental figure with a, a Roomba before. I'd fucking... I wish I was yeah. raised by a Roomba. I'd probably know boundaries better. <laughs> You're introducing Aoife to your parents and a Roomba comes out, tries to clean on, oh, under her foot. You're like, God, Dad, you're embarrassing me. He's just, he's just like this. He's just like this. Don't worry. It's not in person. He's old-fashioned. <laughs> Gen 1. Gen 1. <laughs> um, yeah, so since we've already been on the, since we've already been on the, uh, the COVID stuff today, that's fine. We can bend our rule today, which is fine because I have, I have a couple things I wanted to bring it literally up. Interrupted the sh- it literally interrupted the show. I could have cut that. No one needs to know my business. I could have cut the first 18 minutes of the show. <laughs> and we could have just started halfway through. We should, um, cut, we should start an anti-vaccine controversy to drive traffic. Like okay. Joe Rogan did. Uh, anti-vaccine, I don't know, call him out or some shit. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me do my best Joe Rogan it's impersonation. Inco- it's, inconven- <laughs> it's, it's inconvenient. I think vaccines give you hemorrhoids. Oh. <sighs> I never want a hemorrhoid. That's the I, I think I'd rather I think I'd rather get told I had something like bad illness than a hemorrhoid. A hemorrhoid sounds nasty. Sounds difficult to treat. Yeah, it just sounds like it's it just sounds membrane. like it's you miserable. can't bandage that. You can't just put yeah. a poultice on that and get on with your life. Like no, you that's why you gotta sit on one of those fucking cushions. It's not Ooh. even like you can hide it. You gotta sit on one of those big donut rings so that your fucking ass doesn't touch the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to put that on the toilet? Never mind, never mind. We're getting off course. Um I do wonder, though. I do wonder. If someone has a hemorrhoid, can you reach out? I have questions. Can I touch it? If I flick it, will you cry? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm wondering how this works. 
doesn't have a name. Is it random or is this your fault? Do you deserve this somehow? <laughs> Question, have you tried to pop it? <laughs> I Jesus. think you'd probably die, right? <laughs> I think you'd probably die. Like, you'd be the first person in the world to die from a hemorrhoid because you popped it. Like, brain overload. I think you'll find out. If I ever have a hemorrhoid, you'll figure it out if, you're, if, you, if it does kill you because I'll be the first fucker to go. <laughs> I can't have a blister for more than 30 seconds without ripping it off. We're trying to act. We're trying to act sad at your funeral, but we all just feel vaguely embarrassed and disgusted. My body's in a coffin, but it clearly has the donut raised on it, so my lower half is lifted slightly. It turns out like something horrific happens if you pop it. Like the entire <laughs> your entire lower half is just like deflated, like a, a tube of toothpaste or something. Never <laughs> pop it, ever it. It's like a. It's like opening Pandora's box. It's just it's just yeah. chaos into the world. So I did have you know a. The, did you know the producers of Teletubbies have? Have said that uh, Dipsy is canonically black. <laughs> Which one's Dipsy? Is that the yellow one? Uh, the purple, green, green, green. Does it have a black face? Or are they all? The, I thought they were all the same. Um, I don't know. Look up Dipsy. Someone look up Dipsy and tell me if they're in blackface. Teddy Tubby. Uh, I, I worry I'm not qualified. No, to they've make all got this the same screen color. But I yeah, suppose I, they... I suppose green I... is the Pan Africanism color. Isn't no, it? no. If you look at all the Teletubbies, uh, Dipsy is definitely darker than the others. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, so I... Ooh. To the we're all vaxxed page, and according to that post on so, Twitter, that got people so annoyed. So, um, yeah, he's a darker skin color. Than the other. Oh, I folded up. I folded okay. up. And, uh... Not much darker. <laughs> okay, so he is a darker skin color, but also, here's what came up when I googled Dipsy. I only googled one word. I didn't google Teletubbies or anything like that. I just googled Dipsy. Uh-huh. Teletubby star, in quotes, snuck in Jamaican dance moves while playing Dipsy. Nice. <laughs> and then they've done a side-by-side. They've done a <laughs> side-by-side of Dipsy with, like, her hand up to her mouth, like, uh-oh. And, like, uh, she has her hat on. And then they do a side-by-side where there's, I guess, the Jamaican actor or the Jamaican dancer next to her in, like, a side-by-side. So, uh, oh, there's a lot of pictures of Dipsy next to black people. Oh, shit. There's, like, a whole fucking Google thread. There's a fucking dozen of these pictures. Holy shit. Yeah, so I guess Very it makes sense then. Because the, yeah, the, okay, the, the actual ap- actor to play Dipsy. That's crazy that like fucking Teletubbies were woke like 30 years ago. They're like, Sick. no, no, no. We can't have a white guy playing Dipsy. Dipsy is our black character. We need to get a black actor in here. Also, I'm pretty sure all of the Teletubbies are non-binary. Yeah, non-binary, but not non-race, apparently. <laughs> Considering they've canonically said this is the black one. <laughs> Being a Cuban-Jamaican brummy and coming from a comedy and music background, I use that to my advantage, and there were a lot of cultural references. Simit <laughs> tells HuffPost UK. Oh, you got to admire that. I, I just... If she would say, Papa wanna... come, Papa come to Poe, which was actually my take on a classic reggae rhythm track called The Whip, and I'd slip in Jamaican trap, and there was a bogle there, a taddy here. People spotted my little wing to my culture, and I'm proud of that. Holy shit! You, That's amazing. Holy shit! You know what? New season of Teletubbies. I hope Dipsy ghost rides the whip. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's where we go. I hope Dip- Dipsy with her hat on just ghost rides the whip. It's a pink. It's a pity Tinky Winky was later exposed as a white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you gotta have balance. You gotta have Jesus. yin and yang. You can't have just yang. I would like oh, I the Teletubbies it. to be associated with obscure political causes. Like Poe was all for Poe was all for the was it the Legia Nord in Italy? He just wants the secession of Lombardy. It's the only thing he cares about. 
That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. That, uh, oh. He's so proud of himself, too. I love it. What a great guy. <laughs> That's like my hero. He, he gets his big break. His big break is playing like a weird green non-binary yeah. alien thing. And he's like, yeah, but I'm playing the black non-binary green alien non-gender <laughs> thing. So guess what? I'm going to sneak in Jamaican references here. It's like, f- do it. Fuck it. Represent it. Representation. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I mean, it goes, it goes to the heart of it. I mean, Teletubbies would have been like... Mid-90s, I right? I, well, I... I Late nineties? I don't know. I tend to I seem to associate them with the Millennium Dome for some reason. Yeah, that is a strange why. Probably because they oh, live in they, something that looks like a Millennium dome. dome. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. They yeah, do. Yeah. They live in like a big dome. I think British culture was fascinated with the concept of freestanding domes the same way that Irish culture became fascinated with like spirals and Celtic designs around the turn of the millennium. Brits I'm pretty sure the Teletubbies lived they lived in a in a hobbit hole, is what it looks like. It always reminded me of like where fucking dome shaped. You know, it's a dome-shaped hobbit, hobbit hole. Yeah. Bilbo leaves. It. I'm leaving Bag End. My friend, Tinky Winky. Well, it wasn't... I, I mean, aren't all children's TV shows produced by the BBC? Don't they have some simulacrum of... Um, uh, uh, whatever the Wombles lived in and the common that they lived in? They lived in some sort of dome-hobbit hole structure in the common. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, Animals of Farting Wood lived in fucking... Burrows because they were all well, not for animals. fucking long because they got bulldozed out of it. The, the, that was a new novel. That start the first ever episode of Animals of Farting Wood was really fucking upsetting. So it's just like, yes, totally. man is the enemy here, but they got away with it. <laughs> animals of Farting Wood in general is a weird show. Do you ever do you oh, ever read the books? It's dark as yeah. fuck. Yeah, the books they, are way worse. Did they flee Farting Wood or did they flee the Hundred Acre Wood? Which one did they live in and which one did they flee from? They. Hmm. Flee the hundred acre woods. No, they go to the hundred acre woods. They flee farting wood. They are the farting wood animals. Okay. The hundred acre wood. That's 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 run by the great white stag who drinks from a poison pond after a storm and has a heart attack and crumbles to his death and gets Jesus. washed away in the sea. Um, <laughs> yeah, the it's a really... I remember is that the the fox's wife was called vixen, which is the equivalent yeah. of having a wife called woman. <laughs> also the, the the yeah and the the fox himself was called scar because he's dangerous Arr. except for not that dangerous because he gets his fucking ass handed to him pretty quick by by the new foxes and then when he tries his hand again they just kill him <laughs> they just kill him they're like fuck it he's out do you remember when the badger was wounded and was taken in by the the forest keeper the gamekeeper and was like yeah this is fucking amazing i want to live in the house from now on and the gamekeeper was like no <laughs> fuck <laughs> off you're healed. Yeah. The books are crazy because in the books there's like a whole. I don't know if the show did the same thing, but uh, there's like three books. I think. I think mm-hmm. I, I must have them somewhere. I had them when I was a kid. But uh-huh. Like there's a or else there's four. I can't remember, but like there's a whole subplot where <laughs> after they sort out the whole fox thing and they make their home in the hundred acre wood, and you know there's like a storm that comes and the the farting wood animals are like. They're like you know uh, helpful in in overcoming this and saving some of the animals in the in the forest mm. like that. There's then a subplot where a whole bunch of rats try to invade and poison all of the animals of the woods so they can take it over. Mm. And they do things like burrow into holes where like the mole man lives, and they all group up and kill the mole man and flee, no, and they just discover the his man. like dead body. And it's like this is really fucked up. What a weird. Uh-huh. This is fucking really weird. And they all have like really weird rat names too, and you use their tails as weapons and stuff. It's a really strange, it's a really strange uh, 
a series of books and then like one of the rats like turns good and he helps them but then the snake is like yeah you fucked me over though so you're dead and then like just kills him just straight up kills the rat and he's like well all is all is well in the far in 100 acre wood again let's all go back home and they just all go <laughs> back a, home i'm amazed that this makes it more sound like the red wall books where like every rodent was evil and every mouse and like squirrel and everything was good well, the snake was supposed to be the anti Mice and squirrels are mice and squirrels are both rodents, Dan. Are squirrels are rodents? Yes. Oh, well, sorry. They, they, they basically rodents. they basically said, okay, rats are evil, stoats are evil, yeah. ferrets yeah. are evil, pine yeah. martens are sort of evil. And yeah. I read those as a kid. I was like, oh, okay, this must be this must be zoology. These animals must think, have like. I don't think stoats. I don't think stoats or pine martens or. What was the other one you mentioned? Ferrets? I don't think those are rodents. Oh, well then whatever those are, are evil. Maybe rodents are fine. I think what you're... They're not rodents. I think what you're thinking of are coats, or coats to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The more comfortable they look around my shoulders, the evil they are. They're weasels. Ah, look. A uh, a fresh breed of Various sorts of weasels of the genus Mustela. Oh, mustelids. Okay, yeah, mustelids must be right. Yeah, rats and mustelids are evil. Carnivorous animals, including weasels, badgers, otters, ferrets, martens, minks, and wolverines. But then how do you account for badgers and otters? Also, uh, yeah, otters were good guys. It's super inconsistent. Otters and badgers are always good guys. You can't can't put a badger in the same sentence as a wolverine and pretend they're even remotely similar. Get the fuck out of here. They're not... No. Nature needs to fucking categorize itself better, okay? They're good guys and bad guys. We have cats and we have dogs, but then with dogs we also have canines, and they're different because they're wild. That's like, how you should you, categorize animals. <laughs> we have cats and then we have felines. Like, no, fuck you. We but badgers are, badgers are carnivorous too. I remember in school we did a poem about a badger, and I don't remember the poem or the poet or anything. All I remember is learning about how badgers are actually super dangerous and they kill loads of dogs because they're stronger yeah, ba- than them. Badgers are super dangerous. They have really sharp claws. And they've got tuberculosis, many of them. Also, they're fairly big animals too, and um, they're a lot bigger than you think they are. Um, how, how big are they? I've never—I don't think I've ever met one in real life. Certainly not I mean, held they're, one. They're about the size of like a medium-sized dog. They're fairly big. Like a Good-sized not dog. like a not like a you know not like a fucking lab or anything, but like you know a fucking a fairly hefty dog. Like they'd be bigger than a fucking like a they're bigger than like a uh, what are those little floppy-eared fuckers called? Rabbits. Like a hound. Like, they're bigger than a hound. <laughs> they're pretty big. They, they used to be down. My oh. uncle used to have them um, down towards the back of his garden. He lives over in Glenby. And obviously, at the back of uh. Glenby is the old railroad. And because mm. they just kind of cut shit down in the old railroad and called it a day, the very big, very long gardens that extend down to the railroad in Glenby have just Full badgers and foxes all over badgers them. Badgers for days. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they just wander through and they're like, well, fuck you. We were here first, dickhead. And it's like, well, you probably weren't. <laughs> I can't imagine a badger lives very long, but okay, they just kind of wander in because his uh, his kids one day were like, "Can we go out and play with the dog?" And he was like, "What? What, <laughs> what fucking dog?" And he looked outside, and there's just a badger in the middle of the badger. garden. He's like, "No, you cannot. <laughs> you absolutely cannot go out and play with absolutely the dog." Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, Farden Wood was a weird, weird show. I sometimes just think about that show and just think like, "What a weird show to teach children." This is a very violent, very aggressive show. Children shouldn't watch this. It's not a children's show. Uh, it had sort of a, an ecological um, anti-development um, uh, would have introduced environmental consciousness in, in many young people, I imagine, and that's no that's bad only, thing, and awareness only, like, of the natural world, too. 
that's only like the first hour of the of the show and the first like ten pages of the book. And after that, it's just a bunch of people going like, "Oh, I'm the snake. I am the king because I have poison and I will kill any of you when I decide." Yeah. And then he decides yeah. to kill and he just kills. Yeah, that's true. It's not you know, the rats gang gang killing. The mole isn't yeah. about ecological awareness. If it is, it's about we should destroy this environment to yeah. destroy as many rats as possible. Literally, yeah. like with the snake, the snake. No, the rats up... are an invasive. The rats would be an invasive species to the yeah. They uh, were to the, water, to the woodland environment. I imagine. Yeah, they were invasive. They wanted to kill off all the other animals so they could rule it. But then, like you know, they kill the mole, and I think they kill one of the snakes. And this, mm. and then the, the the snake teams up with like the bad rat or the good, the now good rat, I suppose. And they mm-hmm. lead off all this the rats, but then he's also like, but also you still did kill one of the snakes, so goodbye. And then she kills yeah. the rat and just leaves peacefully. And it's like, fuck you, you fucking assholes. Fucking, <laughs> this is a bad series of books. It's even like it's how the fucking it's how the fox gets killed in like the first the first antagonist because the snake is kind of like I've had enough of this guy and he just bites him. And uh-huh. he's like, all right, well, I dealt with that <laughs> farting wood animals. Let's all go and have dinner. And then he just like slitters off and the the fucking like. Bye. The, the I like the sort of harbinger of death and life. Yeah. I have decided that you are no longer part of the story. Yeah, that's what he's, he, yeah he just decides, like, fuck it, I'm going to kill the fox. And then he does, and then the fox dies in front of his wife and children. And the snake yeah. just kind of slitters off with a big smile on his face, like, I've done good today. Ha-ha. It's, yeah. it's like, fucking, these books are terrible. Terrible <laughs> books. Although there is a cool part where the, the original great great white deer that runs the park um, keeps fighting off all the other stag because he's the biggest and most powerful of the stag, and that was always cool. Oh, yeah, like, because yeah, they always said like he was a very old stag, like a very old stag, so they were trying to take over, but they couldn't take over because he was too big. And then he just like stumbles to his death and dies horribly yeah. <laughs> and gets washed away in a terrible storm and dies. And it's like, okay, well. Undefeated, that's the important part. That is true. That is true. Yeah. No, no man, woman, child, or animal could defeat him. He's the John Cena of the woods. Only Gaia herself. That's... Okay, someone, someone, jump in. I have, I have, I have a bunch of things I want to bring up. But someone jump so in. That's how uh, Dominic Toretto is eventually going to die uh, in Fast and Furious. So she's going to stumble <laughs> after drinking um... the poisoned water. <laughs> Shit, I, I thought about topics for today and everything, and I'm just drawing a blank completely. Okay, Dan, go first. About? So I am going to see uh, Black Widow later on today. Oh, it's going to be your first what? trip to the cinema? No, my second. But I'm, it's, it's, my, it's definitely my first back to like a series I used to watch a lot. And I'm trying to figure mm. out, have I lost momentum for this? Do I care anymore? I, I mean, in fairness, this will be a good sign. Because if you do really enjoy the movie and can't wait for a new one to come out, it's a good sign that they've really got their fucking claws in on you because who gives a shit about mm. Black Widow? But ultimately, yeah. you go and see it and you're like, oh, I didn't really care for this. It's like, yeah, who cares? It's Black Widow, you know? Yeah. So either way, it's a good sign. Like, it's yeah. not a sign of like, oh, I wouldn't like Iron Man 4 or Tor 4 if it came out tomorrow. It's just a sign of like, well, who the fuck wanted the Black Widow movie? That is true. There's a lot of elements of it, which are things that traditionally... I just not having seen it. This is just based on the trailer. Are things that would traditionally turn me off a movie, like characters yeah. playing Russians and talking in this kind of accent. Blatch. Or, yeah, exactly. It's apparently just a bunch of of Draculas all pretending to be superheroes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also because you know, spoilers for Avengers Endgame, you know she's, you know what happens to her, you know. So it's not yeah. like there's any sort of investment in. Oh, is she going to get away? I've forgotten already. Someone's going to have to fill me in. She, uh, she kills, she like, kills reminding herself. Me what, like reminding me who the fuck the vision is. She kills herself. She just dies. She, yeah, she jumps off the cliff and falls to her death. In that weird way that they all fall off the cliff, even though she jumped oh, yeah. first off, she still did that backwards <laughs> fall yeah. after the jump. 
um, yeah, she falls God. to her death, and then she's like, ah, thank God, now I can live in purgatory for eternity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so presumably, mm, presumably, therefore, it's a prequel. So I know she, I know she gets away at yeah. the end of this movie, but I, I also know I, it doesn't really matter because she goes, she gets away to just a separate doom elsewhere. Yeah. But like it's, it's a, I think it's supposed to be based before Infinity War, maybe. So this is like her, like where she was in like the year leading up to the final mm. two. When, uh, when, like, you know, where Captain America was, he was off growing a beard. Huh. Um, you know, because then he shows up in the movie and he's like, It's been four movies since you last seen me. How do you like the beard? Ah. And you know, it's a good beard. Hawkeye that, uh, was super... raising his family. Yeah, that's true. He on was a uh, playing on the ranch. Yep. Eating burgers Travel or whatever board. they do at a ranch. I, I can only Barbecues. imagine what the ranch things are. Yeah. yeah. I think mostly repair tractors from, from the scenes yeah. I've been. Uh, True. which is known to be the most you know the purest and most american pastime there is not actual farming just restoring vintage tractors oh yeah man when i have my tractor, machinery I and not with away. the actual farming that's too boring <laughs> you think they'd build something cooler though right like if you want to tinker around with machinery you know you think you'd do something cooler than like putting together what's essentially like you know a big wheel or like a howitzer <laughs> in the corner he's trying to fix yeah. up his world war one era artillery well, really, piece. Like, like realistically, what's a tractor? A tractor's a fucking engine with two giant wheels attached. And it's like, great, here we go. And it's like, all right. It's also got a PTO shaft. I uh, look, I don't get paid time off, dude. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I get I get PTO shafted every year. That's what I get. <laughs> what up? <laughs> so yeah, and uh, so anyway, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to enjoy this. I well, I have to decide when I'm watching it if I'm going to enjoy it or not. But I'm trying to decide if I'm hyped for this or not. And I think another element of that is. David Harbour is an actor I have the weirdest relationship with in that I thought he's great in Stranger Things, but there's just something really cringe about him. I don't know is what it play, is. Does he played the dad? Is he the Russian dad? Yeah, exactly. And okay. there's just something about the way he comes across in that ad, or like his get up and the suit and the, you know, the big you know enthusiasm. Why? He just looks like someone's dad playing in a movie, being like, This is so cool. My kids are gonna think I'm so cool for being in this. But also, <laughs> I can't imagine it's written very well, and I'm only saying, I mean, his character specifically, and I'm only saying that because there's a, an article that came out where Scarlett Johansson on set was very annoyed because, you're not seen in the trailer where he makes the Avengers joke and they hit him in the face or whatever, or he gets hit in the face, <laughs> where he's like, oh, you should have called the Avengers or whatever, and they hit him. Uh, originally, what he was supposed to say was, oh, it must be your time of the month or something, and then they hit him. And apparently, Scarlett Johansson was super upset on set for it because when she read the script, she was like, first of all, the character's barren, but also, like, really? Like, in, like in 2020, we're doing a fucking period joke? Like, this is a fucking, like, $200 million movie, and we're going to, like, devolve down to period jokes? And uh, they, apparently, the, apparently the writer was like, oh, no, it's not that it's, like, badly written. It's that, like, I wanted it because, like, you know, he's, like, an old school guy. And that like, makes him an you... asshole, man. And it's like, listen, you had a shit line. Just let's fucking roll with it. Let's call it like it is. You wrote a shit line. You know, that's it. That's all. How it did is. That, it, I just want to know how that got past like seven rounds of fucking script supervisors. Because they're all fucking yes men. <laughs> you think Kevin Feige in interviews? It's like he's never seen a movie. When he that that martial arts one that's coming out, he was like, guys, there's like there was like no CG. Like they were. I was looking at like the film and it's no CG and they're just like they're like doing things and it's like yeah, it's how movies work. You point the camera at them and they do shit and then you stop recording. Have you never seen a movie? Is this your first fucking movie? So bizarre. He's like an alien. It's like you like taught him out and he's never seen a film before and he's like, this is crazy. Like he said words, but it's like, like it's not like him. It's like someone came up with like the perfect words and then he said them. And who, was they add them all who, was, 
Who was supposed to be saying it's your time of the month? Like Thanos or someone? No. <laughs> that would have been great. Just a fucking cosmic I, alien having a weird time of the month. As, he, <laughs> the as he's about to kill Thor. Yeah, in Endgame. It must as be the to... time of your ten yearly cycle. He's about to fucking like kill Thor in Endgame. That the chop his head off, and he's like, "Ha ha, periods." <laughs> Everyone collectively leaves the cinema. <laughs> I will make from your neck the time of the month of your species. Next, I will make an erectile dysfunction joke. <laughs> you know, it would have been great if like. Thanos originally shows up in Endgame and he's like, oh, not in Endgame, in Marvel, and he's like on the big chair and stuff. And he's like, okay, this is supposed to be like the big bad guy that's going to show up eventually, fucking 10 years in. It would have been great if like there was just scenes of him slowly watching American television, like in between all these movies. So by the time he shows up in Infinity War, he's like, yeah, like he shows up in Infinity War and uh, the Hulk runs at him and he just says, like, I caramba. <laughs> Do not have a bovine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the Hulk as the biggest Avenger simply not eat the other Avengers? <laughs> the Hulk takes that on board as advice. Oh yeah. I think one of the best jokes I in... have no gastrointestinal That's... tract. <laughs> I think one of the best jokes in all of uh in all of Futurama is that one episode with the, the with Lur. First of all with the friends joke of why does Ross not just eat the other friends? Because <laughs> he's the largest friend. But then also, instead of shooting where I was, you should have been aiming where I was supposed to be. And he's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I was rewatching an episode the other day which had an amazing joke I'd forgotten before, which is where Bender saves the world from something. And like these interdimensional beings are like, you are the greatest hero in the history of Earth. Bender's like, <laughs> yes, suck it, Gilgamesh. <laughs> you know what else is really weird? I'm just thinking of it now. That one episode where, like, you know, Fry is trying to kill them all and they're playing Space Invaders and stuff. Adam Sandler made a movie on that end scene. That's literally Pixels. Fuck's sake. Like, Pixels is literally like, oh, video games, but real? Aliens come and video games real? And it's like, And all of a no. sudden, the loser who plays video games is the most important man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kevin James. Isn't Kevin James the president in that movie? Yeah, I think so. Oh, fucking gross. I've never seen it. I just, I've, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it to myself. But like, I just think of that all the time. And it's like, you made an entire $120 million I like to think film. he's still Paul Blair. President Blair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it's, just, it's just crazy that like, you made a $120 million film on the end five minutes of a 20 minute long animation. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a fucking lunatic you are. Like, he definitely watched that and he was like, this is like, what if we did this, but like for realsies? And it's like, or you don't. You don't do that. And we don't do it. <laughs> Pac Man, but like, he eats New York. Walk up. It's not King Kong. Like, King Kong's like climbing the building, right? But not King Kong. It's Donkey Kong instead. It's not, it's not that, King Kong. It's different. Does that happen in, in the movie? I can only assume, dude. I can only fucking assume. I don't know for sure. Yeah, make sure you tell us next time how uh, how good or bad Black Widow was. I I gotta be honest. I I will watch it for nine euro on Disney Plus when it comes free next month or whatever they're doing it. I'm not spending money to go see that in the cinema. I can't do it to myself. I just can't. It's, it's not, one of those things see, where it's I like I want to go oh. see Fast Nine. I want to go see Fast Nine, and I don't know who I'm gonna go with. Yeah, Dan already went. Dan ditched you to go. I know. Dan ditched me to go. Fucking I, everyone I, is going to see Fast I Nine. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm if Dan didn't ditch you to go, he just prioritized family. I'm kind of in two minds because, like, <laughs> I was being consistent. <laughs> fuck off. I might go with Andrew because I went with Andrew to like all of the fast movies. Fast one through seven. Uh, no, but everything all started with the Tokyo Drift. I think. 
Uh, most a lot of the mid two thousands ones associated are from from. Well, actually, no. I mean, that's a, I think that's a just, good run. I think it's actually, cool. I think actually, we just went to. We may have just gone to Tokyo Drift. That was the first one we went to. Steve well, I mean, and that, I went to the went to the. Hobbs and Shaw. Well, Hobbs, yeah, we went to the, the Irish we Premier. premier. We went to the Premier Pizza. Was uh, the rock there? Well, the pizza was hot when we started, Dan. No, it wasn't. By the time we got in, the pizza was cold. So fucking what? Yeah, that'll happen. You got free pizza and free beer. It was the greatest. Me and Aoife went to the. Me and Aoife got free tickets to go to the premiere of Geostorm. Um, How was that? Was the was rock open. there? No. Was there the good food? There. Uh, was there good food at the premiere? <laughs> no. We all got a. I want to say a singular beer, and. Oh. <laughs> that was the premiere for Geostorm. We got about five beers to, each. We got we also five beers sh- each, definitely. Done we have to show up. Um, we also show up early to get in because they take your name. Yeah, we got shit faced. But we had yeah. to sit in. We had to sit in Starbucks because there's a Starbucks in the. It was in the Odeon where they done this, and there's a mm. Starbucks in the Odeon. So we had to sit in the Starbucks to wait there. They they literally booked off the Starbucks. No one else was allowed in. But we had to buy our own coffee, waiting for this thing to start. <laughs> they wouldn't even shout us a fucking Americano. <laughs> Okay, so I've changed my mind. I was going to do a topic on something else. I'm going to save that for the next episode, and we're okay, we're go. gonna we're gonna talk about junketry. We're gonna talk about junkets. Okay, I thought They're... you said dunketry, and I thought that was the professional like term for when you donuts. dunk on someone. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So there are like two you... good reasons for going on a junket, such as a movie premiere. Okay, yep. you don't go uh, like you may in your life have opportunities to go to stuff for free. Okay. Yeah. True. There True. are good reason, and as a journalist, I have on my in my time gone on plenty of had had plenty of occasions to get stuff for free, and be entertained and wind it down to somebody else's expense. And of course, maintaining one's impartiality throughout this process is important, and that is why you just have to take an extractive mindset to junkets and press events and that kind of thing, without being ridiculous about it. But you do have to go into it with an extractive mindset. What are you there for? Why are you enjoying the hospitality? The free shit. The free shit. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, they want something in return. You don't have to give them something in return. I don't know. I'm not going to review fucking Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not going to tell people to go do that. I'm going to enjoy the hospitality by, by virtue of my dint as a member of the press because I got free tickets that picked up someone gave me in work. And I'm going to be glad of it. And I'm going to go and eat all the free pizza and drink all the beer and enjoy the movie. And then maybe see how many, but literally, I'm going to see how many beers I can get away with. That's the that's the entire point. This uh, people people of a an academic disposition will know this from on campus events and on campus seminars. You're not there to hear the talk. You're there for the wine. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Canapes. And you know, obviously, if you're a slightly shlubby, lazy dude like me, uh, the beer and the pizza is the prime attraction. There are other reasons to go to junkets. Obviously, people will. We should, the well-dressed and well-heeled people will wish to be seen and photographed by whoever Not the me, baby. photographer happens to be so that they can get in the papers in the out and about section. That's still a thing, is going to these things to be seen in I'm your gonna, broad rags. I'm going to show That's up a whole in my thing. white, white t-shirt that says pussy hole, but the U has an asterisk, so it doesn't actually say pussy, so it's fine. <laughs> and uh, also, that we'll is... We'll be selling uh, pussy hole t-shirts on uh, mediasuplex.com slash store. So if you would like to get yourself a pussy hole t-shirt, feel free, order it away. Dan, what are some of your experiences getting stuff for free? I think Dan is dead. Oh. I'm still here. Oh, what are some of your experiences of getting free wine on campus? I remember 
is having a talk. There's normally a shitload of wine after mm-hmm. that, so let's mm-hmm. go to that. So yeah, if 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 you know where to look for the paths, there's plenty of free wine to be had. What's your advice to any young people who might find themselves in the near future on a college campus after the, you know, when things return to the way they ought to be? What's your advice for finding these opportunities? You look in your email for a talk, and if they have a guest, if any of these lecturers have guests, then they have to have a wine uh, and probably cheese uh, Mm. thing beforehand to welcome the guests. So just find out where that thing is on, show up, and then you'll basically just follow people to your receptions. You, to be honest, you can also just wander about the campus and you'll eventually find one of these. And as long as people don't know who you are, you can just wander in and be like, yes, I, I'm a part of this. I'm a member of the committee. A uh, bottle of wine for me. Thank you. If you want to make the most of this free opportunity, obviously you're going to want to make a party of it for you and your friends. Is it advisable to take more than one friend? Should you just stick to like... No, yeah, don't push two, your luck. Don't, don't, don't push, push, don't, don't push don't your luck. Just bring, maybe bring one person. If you see this opportunity use this as an opportunity to entertain one of your friends at a time. I, I think, I think it's ideal. I think it's ideal to bring one, maybe two, because then you can form your own subgroup mm. and no one will mm. try to talk mm. to you. Yeah. Because if you stand around your own like a spare tool, it doesn't work you, at and all. And realize that you don't belong there. You can yeah. just nod and be like, yes, this one also, is a very got, good talk fill up. molecular you know, I know you might think to yourself, like, I don't really like cheese or I'm lactose intolerant. Listen, it's a free fucking meal. You just stuff that cheese in your fucking mouth. You stuff that cheese in your mouth and you're not eating again till tomorrow. That's a free meal. Well, I mean, look. It's savings you'll make later when you don't have to buy as much food. Yeah. I once much, went to a Christmas to avoid Much to be said for, like, um, you know, grabbing an extra sandwich, you know, going to the shops, making yourself an extra sandwich before you go to this. And, you know, that's your night out sorted. But you have to be opportunistic. You have to be ready to swoop. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, look, it's a great, look, great, just a great opportunity to pre-drink before a night out. If you're of that age. Uh, the last press event I went to is the one I brought you to, Stephen, and I'd never, that, I haven't gone to another one since. Well, that wasn't a press event, was it? That was a, uh, that was a, that was a screening. It was their, it was, was, was a screening. test screening. Yeah, a really it was their screening. Movie. Yeah, that Russian movie thing, that was <laughs> fucking bizarre. Fucking hell. I normally didn't go, I, I normally don't go to stuff like that. And I, I used to get invited around to that stuff all the time. Hmm. Um, But like, you normally don't go, you know what they're kind of going to be like. But I was, I was talking to the, not the company that was hosting it, but one of the people that was involved mm. about working with them on something. Um, I think we did actually work together on something. But uh, I was like, Do you know what? I better show face because it'll mm. look good to show up here and show face and, and, and go from there. But <laughs> That was a very <laughs> we long and a... long experience. Oh, fucking hell. Do you know what the worst part was? They had an intermission, and I swear to God, we should have just left the intermission. I can't believe we didn't just bail. <laughs> what was this movie about? <laughs> It was a Russian movie that told three different stories that kind of, I guess... Kind of Ulysses, to... It was kind of a Ulysses for Moscow. Yeah, it was supposed to like intertwine at the end, but one of the characters mm. never at any point interacted with any of the other characters, and I don't even think passed them on screen. But Imagine, <laughs> imagine Crash, but for Moscow. On May Day, I think. Was it yeah, May Day was... or some other patriotic day? Some summery yeah. day, when some public holiday in Moscow. Yeah. So do you have to already give a shit about Moscow to enjoy it? Where you just said, like, yeah, I, I don't give it... a shit about how the fucking metro is always crowded. Oh, well, I'm just not going to watch a three-hour art film. But um, Yeah, it the... was definitely far too fucking long. But it wasn't an art film either. It was like, it was about three different films in one. Yeah. The... Yeah, it was a strange one. Yeah, well, you know, the... the, the... 
there was definitely a film in there somewhere. Look, <laughs> if, if you get funding to make a film and then some fucking Ireland publishing house buys it from you to screen it in cinemas, great, go for it. Who cares if your movie's shit or not? I'd take the money yeah. too. Better. Just <laughs> yeah. let it roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter if a fucking podcast doesn't like it. It's not I for mean, me. We didn't. Believe me, we did not like it. <laughs> we tried, we did not like it. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. You lost me on hour it? five. <laughs> it was like, uh, I think it was just under three hours. Jesus, um, really? Yeah, it was very long. But they had the intermission in the middle, and I was thinking the whole time, like, we should bail, we should bail, we should bail, we should bail. We didn't bail. Should have bailed. Should have bailed. I wouldn't mind, but they only gave us fucking two glasses of wine with it anyway. They gave us one before we started, and they gave us one in intermission. And I was thinking, like, this wasn't fucking worth the trip at all. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you? Why didn't you bail? Were you hoping that there'd be something better at the end? I don't. I think. Uh, I think we were determined to see it through and say how bad yeah. it was at that point in the yeah. survey. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. And then we went to uh, the Gypsy Rose. Oh yeah, which doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. Rip. See you later, buddy. Rip the dream. Uh, yeah, that was a great little bar. I used to love the Gypsy Rose. Yeah. The Gypsy Rose was great because you could be the only one in that bar and it would still smell like piss. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. They must just spray like a piss perfume all over the place. Cause like, how else? You obviously clean it. I've seen like the floor just be soaking wet. You've obviously mopped. Did you just <laughs> mop it with piss? Awesome. Love the place. What a great bar. <laughs> and now it's a, is it a burrito bar? It's called Riot now. Isn't it a, a, a rock and blues bar still? Apparently. Um. Uh, I think rock and blues sign outside. No. I don't think so. No. I think Rock and Blue is just cafe. The fuck out of it, but cafe. There was a there was Blue Cafe out front. Yeah, yeah, that's surprisingly good coffee. Yeah, even though the service was absolute fucking horseshit. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great coffee shop. Piss in the back door. It's a place. It's a little joint on the keys in Dublin. Uh, Literally, completely repainted as Riot. Yeah, the uh, the Blue Cafe was a great little place, and literally was Mm. at the bus stop. Yep. Like, I'm not joking. Like, they had a window that opened and the bus stop was right there. You could literally hop out the fucking window and jump on the bus if you had to. Yep. <laughs> it was a really great spot if you were on the way home. Unfortunately, um, its back its back door slash fire exit was uh, happened to be on a laneway that was completely out of sight, by covered by bins. So literally everyone in the city would go to pee there. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I pissed yeah. in worse places, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, oh, you yeah. got to... If you get if you get free press stuff, you should go. The other thing you should do is if anyone ever gets the opportunity to travel for work, and I don't mean regularly because regularly travel for work fucking sucks. Uh, really not looking forward to that starting <laughs> back up again. Um, it's it's one of my big worries after we come out of COVID. One of my big fucking worries is that uh, I'm gonna have to go back to traveling for work again regularly, and I'm just I'm not looking forward to every weekend being a fucking airport. Just, You're gonna have to go. Uh, uh, potentially a lot of different places. Lame. Like Singapore. Well, tell them, tell them you just got the wrong vaccine. Go. Tell them you got the wrong vaccine. Yeah, they can still send me to Singapore. That doesn't help me. <laughs> it just means I don't get to go to San Francisco and enjoy the sun. Uh, is San Francisco yeah. sunny? Isn't San Francisco supposed to be the cloudy one? Like, yeah, it's, but it's still like fucking 28 degrees. Like. Oh, okay. You should, you should, uh, if you're sent to no, somewhere like Southeast. Singapore, you should tell them that there's been some critical flight delay that leaves you stranded somewhere actually nice. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I had a layover in Honolulu. <laughs> I was stuck in. Uh, I was stuck I'm in Abu saying... Dhabi. <laughs> I had to oh, go. Shit. I had to go go karting to, or never, I had to go off roading to uh, entertain biggest, myself. My biggest fear coming out of COVID is not that I'll have to travel for work. It's that I get trapped in Abu Dhabi and have to utter the phrase, <laughs> "I'm stuck in Abu Dhabi." That seems like the most terrifying thing. Never mind. <laughs> I take. I take it back. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I had a I had a whole bunch of stuff I wanted to bring up this week, but it's kind of long, so I think I'm just going to save it for next week's podcast. Um, you know, I don't want to I don't want to have this one wrong far too long. Stay tuned to the end when we finish this podcast and it ends. So that's been uh, Morning Brew episode 19. Uh, I'm Stephen Burke. That's I'm Adam, Adam Sheridan. Uh, Daniel Purcell. I say Adam Purcell. What am I doing? <laughs> Soon we will combine into one mega host. That's what happens when you touch wedding rings in the shower. Adam and Purcell Burke. <laughs> Fellas, is a gay to touch wedding rings in the shower. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time it's gay. When you're in the shower. That's for cleaning. If, if you're bathing, it's fine. Because that's more of a relaxing thing. Really embarrassing story this week, guys. I was blown this dude outside of Boo Cafe. And uh, we touched wedding rings. It was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, go really downstairs. found it hard to swallow when we touched wedding rings.